Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. It's quitting time here, a Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. And um, we're not going to do the top five at five today. I have some uh, very sad news to share with our audience. And uh, uh, we were just made aware in the last hour or so here that um, we've lost a, um, a uh, very important person to us at the Knoxville Talk Radio, and it's very sad. I'll just throw it out there. Uh, the caller Roger has passed away. Roger Davis was a friend. He was a great listener, and we got to know him. We got to know Roger through the years, and um, Roger loved sports radio, and and he loved interacting with Lots of different shows, Kent, uh, across you know different stations, not just our station. I know that he was um, a faithful caller to Tony Basilio's show and to uh, shows on WNML here in town, and uh, it's it's shaken us all up greatly, and it's very sad because Roger was uh, was a young man. He's early thirties. Uh, still had a lot of life ahead of him, and um, I don't know all the details, but we've been making some phone calls here behind the scenes the past half hour or so, and um, it sounds like he had a uh, serious health complication, and it, and it went south very quickly earlier today. So <clears throat> our thoughts and prayers are with Roger's family. I know uh, his aunt took good care of him, looked after him here in town for many years, and um, had a chance to drive Roger home a couple of times from various radio gatherings. And uh, he always liked to come out and, and just hang out. And um, Bear, I know you were close to him. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, a sometime running buddy of mine, just a really good friend. Um I really appreciate the way the community here took care of Roger and lifted him up and, and helped him. And um, there's so many people. I talked to uh, Joe Fowler, who's, who's a friend of ours and um, would bring Roger to, to remotes, live shows and stuff, and, and hang out. And, <laughs> you know, when I think of Roger, I always think of a huge smile. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think that guy ever had a bad day, man. Mm-mm. And and I hate to think that he had a some discomfort today, but I'm uh, I'll always remember him with a smile for sure. And uh, he um, he was a funny guy, man. You know, he he would call in, and of course, you know, he he had trouble sometimes getting his his point across. But once you talk to Roger for as long as we have for taking his phone calls for for years, you could understand exactly what he meant, exactly where he was coming from, and exactly what he was saying very quickly. And uh, he <laughs> he had, he had some some good points, some good questions, and he also had a really good perspective. There have been many times, many times. 
on this show through the years when we've been melting down and raging out about some sports failure or controversy <laughs> or some insignificant uh, thing that, that we tend to melt down over here, and, and Roger will call in with uh, and, and put it into perspective quickly. And uh, He was always good for uh, – uh, this may come as a surprise to people, but especially when Russell's gone, I sometimes struggle with a hot question, something to spur debate. And believe it or not, some of our best – some of our better quest, you know, hot questions and debate topics came from Roger. He had a, a really interesting way of looking at things, so – just a sweetheart of a guy and a, and a very dear friend. Bit of an everyman, Roger was. And uh, I'll I tell you one other thing about Big Rog. He loved the Vols, man. He loved the Tennessee Vols. And there, there weren't many bigger fans than Roger Davis of Tennessee and – you know, the, the whole term fair weather fan or, you know, uh, fanatic or, or what. It didn't apply to Roger. He was just a fan. He supported his team through thick and thin. And even when we were running some, some bum coaches out of this place, Raj was usually one of the last ones in their corner. Yeah. I don't know if he ever even said a bad word about Jeremy Pruitt, Butch Jones, any of them, man. I think he just sort of – as long as the coach was I, – I remember that 2020 football season when it became pretty obvious pretty early on that this team was just terrible and Pruitt was terrible and it wasn't going anywhere and those games were just about unwatchable. But dang it if Raj didn't call in just about every day wanting to talk about the game. Yeah. Not not about the coach. Not about who we're going to get. Not about when we're going to run this guy out of there. Not about what is buyout. Not about – you know, it was – what does Tennessee have to do to get a win yeah, this to weekend? get better. What do we need to do? How, do you think we can win? He just wanted to see his team win, man. Yeah. He had a pure heart. That's what I was going to say. You know, you, it, there's a lot of talk, and, and, and people – you meet people through life that are, you know, talk a good game. But as far as um, somebody who lived their life um, – according to what kids of Catholics would call like the gospel values, like there was no better um, person I've ever met in my life, uh, kind to a fault, always forgiving, uh, not a mean boat in his body, and just wanted everybody he came in contact with to be happy. So um, he was just uh, he was just an incredibly fun person and – would would play along uh, with me on when he called in last last week and said, "What do you say, Russ?" <laughs> well, he's doing the Philly thing. I don't know who put him up to that, but because uh, I know some you, some of you guys are knuckleheads and put Roger up to things over the years. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if, if if somebody did that or if, if that was his own tribute to Phil, but um, but. That, I got a kick out of that, and I've also gotten a kick out of developing a new catchphrase on the show of, you don't know that. You don't know which, that. Which is a quote, a direct quote of Roger. Because whenever, 
I would say, well, I, the Vols are going to lose. I mean, good grief, Alabama's coming in here. We're going to get murdered this weekend. Or um, this guy couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag. Look at dumbass Jeremy Pruitt over there with his uh, neck gator on over his head like a, looking like Cornholio. I mean, we got no chance this weekend. Raj would call and say, Russell, you don't know that. You don't know that. And you know what? He's right. What the hell do I know? I've been wrong probably just about as much as I've been right through the years. You don't know that that ball ain't round. I mean, Raj knock you down a peg or two quickly. Um, I mean, I actually flushed Roger a couple times, and I've never, I've never told anybody. Roger asked me; he asked me why I never flushed him. And he, I think, he, I got the impression he felt kind of left out, kind of wanted it. Yeah, so it's always call in and be yourself. And I said, "You come after me, I'm gonna flush you. You know the rules." So he's just such a sweetheart of a guy and I was lucky enough to get to spend time off the air with Raj um sure wish I'd I'd spent more than I did but yeah I know there are a lot of people uh Jake Miller uh got to know Raj a little bit yeah. too and would talk to him and and hang out some uh Jake's a good guy here at the station with a good heart and uh we mentioned Joe Fowler I know uh clone Brad the clone yeah the, uh Pick Roger up and take him places, take him to yeah, radio remotes Bino, and stuff like that. Yeah, all those guys over there. Um, you know, Roger, uh, <laughs> and Roger would always leave with a to-go bag, to-go box too. Loved hassling him about that. He uh, he enjoyed food. He was a foodie. Yes. So and was always willing to share. No matter how I, you know, just outright lied and said he didn't offer me anything when Roger was always willing to share anything he had. If you were a buddy of his, he'd, he'd share with you. So I'm really going to – he was he was good at the, the high school football smack talk. He schooled me a couple of times. Never called it the Butch Bowl. I'll but. never forget when uh, Nicholas Esteban Taylor – Taylor? Yeah. Uh, Esteban. Shout out to Esteban, the fellow Central grad. The Bobcats made the state championship game a couple of years ago. Yeah. Esteban goes and, and picks up Raj and takes him out to Cookville to go to the championship game over at TCU. It was about 20 degrees outside. Raj went full Mike Webster, <laughs> showed up in a T-shirt. <laughs> he shows up to get – it's like snowing outside. Yeah. You've got guys putting on their snowshoes outside. I mean, you've got – and Raj is like – he's ready to go to – go. Esteban shows like, Raj, you can get a sweater or something, buddy? He's going to – he said Raj about froze his rear end off at, at the game, but he made it all right. The Bobcats won. He's loyal, loyal to his school, Central High School Bobcat through and through. Mm-hmm. Loved him, the Bobcats. Loved the Big Orange, and uh, and that was Raj, and he loved talk radio. And man, um, it's going to be weird now. Just, I, yeah, uh, something's going to be missing, man. Yeah, something's going to be missing, and um, we'll miss him, man. I, Yeah, when, uh, when Roger would call towards the end of the show, you know that was kind of a 
That's his spot, man. It was, a, it was a marker that the the day the day's work was done. The hay was in the barn. Talk to Raj and get out of here. Was, that's what. How many times did we say that during our our last commercial break here behind the scenes? All right, and get Raj in here and wrap it on up. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And it it just I thought it was your way of making sure that the drive, no matter how crazy we'd gotten or off the rails. You always the drive always ended on a positive note and uh, optimistic when we ended the show with a Roger call. Every now and then, every now and then, Roger would show his teeth a little. Very, very rarely. He showed him with me a couple of times. It was it was almost all it was you or one of our more foolish callers, which I know that narrows it down. But to understand, for, for Raj to come on, there were a couple, you know, Willie comes to mind, Philly and Willie both, Bear. You know, there were people, um, you, you had to really cross a line for Roger to call you out. But in some ways, Roger has been the conscience of the show through the years. There have been times I've said... <laughs> Thing. you got an open mic in front of you for three hours a day. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to say things you wish you could take back, all that stuff. There have been times I've said, man, my mom could be listening. Man, I hope my wife didn't hear that. Some, there have been times, where, man, uh, I bet that I bet re- that really got under old Roger's skin right there. I probably shouldn't have said that one. Oh, I shouldn't oh have, yeah. I shouldn't have taken that shot at yeah. whoever. I've, I've, got, I used to, I've gotten a couple of those calls. It's six thirty on the way home. Look down at my phone. Roger, flash up on the screen. Like I know what this is about. Bear, why were you so negative about Rick Barnes? He's trying, and you would. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying hard. You know that. You would have to um, explain it to him. <laughs> and sometimes, as you're explaining it to him, you realize that. I'm wrong here. <laughs> what, am I, I, what am I doing yeah, with my life? I'm wrong. So, very, very sad news today. If you're just joining us, um, we learned about an hour ago that uh, the caller Roger has passed away today. And and we're very sad about it. It's a sad thing. It's a very sad thing. And uh, we will miss him greatly. Let's take a quick break. The drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Fan Run Radio. The drive continues. Russell Barrett, Marcus, back with you. Let's get a call from Roberto. Good afternoon, Roberto. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, well, somber on the show today, and it should be. Um, I just wanted to call in and talk about Raj and my experience with him. Um, legitimately, one of the sweetest human beings God ever put on this earth. And... Um, I'm really sad. Like I didn't think it would be met with emotion when I heard I heard it about a half hour, forty five minutes ago myself, and I was like, "There's no way." Rod is like this 
eternal being. Um, and maybe, I mean, he is now. Um, and I'm just really saddened, and I think our fan base is worse off for it because he was, you said it, he's the conscious of this show, and I think he might be the conscious of the marketplace. Um, just a good guy. Um, it was Delta, excuse me. Mm-hmm. He was Delta hard hand, y'all. Yeah. And um, I never saw him. I probably saw him 30 times in my life. I never saw him without a smile yeah. on his face, and he always greet me and shake my hand and put his arm around me. And uh, the world's going to not be as good a place now. No. Sorry, I don't mean to get too emotional, but it really is sad. You're okay, brother. And, um, you know, it should be pointed out, I I know that he w- he had a church community as well with mm-hmm. uh, Apostolic over there on, on uh, I believe, uh, Pleasant Ridge, I believe, is where he, he attended services. Uh, I, I could be wrong on that, but uh, yeah. I, I know that there's uh, his, his church family is heartbroken today as well. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I when I heard it, I was just kind of devastated. And then I was like, this is, again, there's no way this is true. Um, but as I said, he was dealt a hard hand, and a guy that really and truly, like we, we goof around on here, we all know each other off off air, if you will, and, you know, you know that sometimes we, we put on airs as, as if we're really mad about something or what, are really sad or I'm genuinely heartbroken for him and his friends and his family and this caller and fan base um, because he's the best we have to offer, guys. If you really knew him, you know that. He's the best we got as a human being in this marketplace. And um, with that said, uh, Russ, I, I you know it's spur of the moment or whatever, but I say at the end of the show today we do a, uh, a one-minute sign-off where we just have a moment of silence because that's where Roger would have been. Take care, guys. Go Vols. Thank you, Roberto. We had some good times, man. I think he probably got mad at me more than any other person in his life. It's it's me, and I didn't treat him any differently than I do anyone else. But, yeah, I saw him mad a couple of times. My language. He didn't like my language. No, no. Raj did not chime in on voluntary reaction very much that was not his no he told me that we were, he said people say 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 things that are too wild yeah a little too much i understand that so again one of those things he probably right i never um got to meet him in person but the thing it seems so little but it meant it made me kind of smile about roger was Whenever he would ask a question, he would specify he wanted Russ's opinion, he wanted Bear's opinion, or my opinion, or Jake's opinion. Like, he didn't want just like, hey guys, what do y'all think about this? He he knew that we all had different thoughts, and he wanted to hear each individual person. And that yeah. was just... What's funny is watching, like, is, is um, different people have sat in your chair over the years. Like, you can tell, I like, get that when you're sitting in that seat and you're new to the show and Roger... Uh, once Roger starts acknowledging you, it was it was a big deal. <laughs> yes, and when you we start saying hi, because I remember it. somebody uh, we had so I can't remember who it was. was. Roger never gonna say hi to me, and then he, I said something to Roger. Uh, about you got to pay your dues, man. You got to. He felt terrible. That's just how Roger was. He goes, 
Oh, oh, no. he, you know, he's just telling me. Sometimes oh, no. he would forget who is who. who who's the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> the all-time greatest was when we've had a lot of guys. I mean, like being on this show, I've often said being a producer on the drive is like being the drummer for Spinal Tap. It doesn't have a long life expectancy, and so like you know, uh, Marcus's time is probably almost done here. I'm just kidding, Marcus. But uh, we we go through some personnel yeah. through the years. It, we're, we're uh, hard on uh, we're hard on thirds, uh, but. Uh, the funny story, I'm, I sent him a text to see if uh, if he's up to it. He's he's as upset as the rest of us, but uh, there was an infamous Roger story involving Chance Collins that went down on air on the show before Roger got to meet Chance. And it, me and Chance had a ton of fun with it, and it was just classic Roger. Um, he's, there's so many good stories. Clone and I used to devil him anytime we'd be out somewhere to eat at like you know, if it's was a watch party for this or that or we'd, you know, if me and Clone were around Roger, you know, we'd tease him about you know, just tease him. Have fun with my buddy. So Man, you never know the hour of the day. No. None of us are promised tomorrow. is your number to get on the show here this afternoon as uh, we celebrate the life of our friend Roger, who was um, a great friend to many people in our audience and in uh, the Tennessee fan base at large. Dr. Vall is next. What's up, Dr. What's going on, guys? This is definitely hard news. You know, I've told you I've listened to every episode or every show y'all have had since 2017, and some of us feel like we, or I do, I feel like I get to know y'all and even the callers. And one of my favorite things about Roger was even at the end of the Pruitt debacle even when we knew he's getting fired he was uh he was still getting mad at people getting negative about it <laughs> one thing i always admired about roger he was positive and back to coach until the bitter end he wasn't here for the negativity man <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't gonna he'd never bail on a friend or anybody uh he'd, he'd stay he's a he's a stand by your side kind of guy beautiful person <laughs> His best calls to me were always after like a, a Negaval call or like a Jamie or a Phil call, and then when Roger came in, that that he, that was when he was at his best. Uh, phone call was. I mean, he cut some promos on Phil a couple of times. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know Marcus was talking about how he wanted to make sure to get everybody's opinion. That, that's one thing I always that I always caught when he call in that y'all show or you know Tony Basilio shows. He he would get genuinely want to know how y'all are doing yeah and i think we can i think we can learn a lot from that guys but uh, that's all i got i just want to call in and uh i don't know like i said you feel like you know somebody even though i never met them but it's definitely a sad day for everybody y'all have a good day guys Mm -hmm. that was one thing that he'd do when he'd answer the phone like anytime i answered the phone roger would just say like you know is this marcus and ask now how you doing buddy like (laughs) is this is this bear yeah he's telling no (laughs) <laughs> like no it's not and he goes you sure and i'm like no it's not me rog well i think roberto 
put it best. You know, Raj was was dealt a, a tough hand, and um, he never had. He always had a positive outlook. He uh, never he never spent one microsecond feeling sorry for himself no. about anything about the hand he got dealt. He made the best of it, and lived a fantastic yet uh, tragic, tragically short life. Touched a lot of people. Do you know how old he was? 33, 34, now, yeah, I, I think want to say. Roger just turned, like, I think he was 36. Okay. Because I teased him about it. Because I was 30s. like, you got everybody out here thinking you're like in your early 20s, Roger. <laughs> They've been calling for a while. Yeah. Like, I, I remember hearing his calls before. I'm trying to think of the last the time drive. I saw Roger. Yeah. Um, uh, Tony and the fellas always uh, throw him a, his annual, like, this massive. Roger Fest. Uh, birthday roger appreciation day thing and they always they always do it like two blocks from where i work and it just times out perfect my other job and i get off in the mornings so i roll down there and like just rogers in heaven down there he's got his pizza joe uh joe fowler tells me that raj was 40 really that's what he says yep same age as joe a bit younger than me. Maybe he told me he was 36 about four years ago. Mm. That would job. But, yeah. Let's get uh, Big Josh in here next. What's up, Josh? Hi, Russ. Hey, man. I, uh, guys, uh, first off, this is my time. I'm thinking about you guys and all uh, kind of uh, Knoxville Sports Radio. I know. I mean, every show – well, you know, when we got the internet up, internet sports radio kind of come up here in northeast Tennessee where we could listen to you guys uh, in Knoxville talk about UT sports. Uh, you know, Roger was basically, you know, he's kind of part of most shows we would hear up here, you know, from uh, guys like Josh Ward, uh, Tony, and uh, like Cloney Saturday, uh, deal he would do or – you know, whatever, you guys, uh, it's kind of hard to imagine uh, sports radio Knoxville without Roger. Yeah. And uh, you could kind of tell how much he loved you guys, and you could kind of tell pretty quickly. You know, just listening the first few times, like, who is this guy, you know? And then yeah. it's pretty obvious who Roger is. You learn pretty quick. And uh, it's, uh, it's kind of sad to lose guys like him just a lot to uh to everyone he comes in contact with and uh just know uh everybody up here in northeast tennessee thanking all you guys and uh you know roger's family and uh just a sad day for uh, all the kind of sports radio tennessee fans so anyway you guys hang in there thank you take care thank you josh appreciate the phone call Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on board here this afternoon, if uh, you'd like to say something about Roger. And uh, man, he he called the show. I want to say 
Was it Friday, Bear? Yeah. Had a really good phone call. It's always good to hear hear from him. And like um, I think uh, Marcus said, you know, his, his – he would always say hello to everybody. We could, oh, yeah. we could have six people on this yeah. show. And Roger's phone call doesn't start until he said hello to everyone individually. It, uh, my, my way of dealing with that, because when you, you know, when, when somebody asks you, how's it, how's it going? Usually you say, good, how are you? My standard go-to, just to move the show along a little bit, was good, thanks. Just, you know, so. Uh, but uh, Roger was uh, he did manners some, first, man. Yeah. I loved how he said outstanding. Some other funny. <laughs> He'd do his Johnny Majors attack, attack, attack. A lot of funny stuff, so. It was always funny when we would try to – there was a couple times where you might say something better that he might disagree with, and whether it be me or us, I've known where we'd be like, yeah, Raj, like why would he think that? Just to kind of get him to well, – He didn't mean, need much prodding to come after me. <laughs> that was tough on me. I'm glad that the last UT football game he – was on this earth for was a was an orange bowl win and and things things were were going well yeah because it 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 mattered greatly to him and uh i know he was happy man it was it was good to you know when things weren't going well you could you'd hear like a confusion in his voice as if to say you know what in the world is going wrong and usually it's you know like we've talked about he was relentlessly positive and so he was typically the the last person to jump off the bandwagon when it came to a particular coach or whatever and so you know for instance the the Pruitt era once we had all or Butch Jones probably a better better example but like you know we had all gotten off board by the middle of the 2017 season and Rogers still Right still, still, ha- yeah, still hanging in there, and then by the time it dawns on Roger, <laughs> this is, this is, as Phil would say, O V E R over. Yeah, you know, he, he go. What happened? Oh, I, what I do you mean, what happened, Roger? <laughs> you know, you watch <laughs> the, the house games. burned down. I've watched some of them with you. What do you mean? What happened? He was terrible. There was one of them. I can't remember if it was Pruitt or uh, if it was Botch that. Like Roger on the show, he's like, "Yeah, probably time to make a change." That was about as negative as he got. So, no, yeah, never had uh, a, a huge opinion on on who we should have next or or anything like that. He just he just wanted to see his team win. Just, yeah, just wanted to see Loved him do good. Think he liked Hypel a great deal. I know for a fact he loves Coach Barnes. And he said that many times on on the show through the years, and um, he will be watching from heaven tonight. Hmm. Quick break. The drive continues on Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. Continues. 
Jake Miller and the Overtime Boys will have you next from 6 until 8 p.m. here on Fan Run Radio as um, Tennessee baseball leads Charleston Southern 2-0 as they play in the bottom of the third. Over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, we should have uh, Maui Ahuna coming up for his second University of Tennessee at bat in the near future. 865-546-8200. 865-546-8200. It's a somber day here on the on the show. Um, I learned of Roger's passing. It was in the middle of a segment. At uh, 418 p.m. today. And um, so we've only known for a little over an hour. We're processing it together, as we've had to do a couple of times. We've had, uh, unfortunately, this is not the first time one of our listeners, callers, have, have, have passed away. But uh, this is it's, – it's shocking when you get the news right in the middle of the show. And we didn't know what to do with it. Uh, made the rest of that second hour very hard to do. And um, after talking with a couple of people off the air, uh, felt like it was the right thing to, to do to go ahead and, and share it with, with our audience. It's hard to come back and talk about a basketball game hmm. when, when we've lost uh, such a dear friend. So, we will talk about it, though. We'll, we'll do a, a post-game tonight, volunteer your action. And uh, we will have – people are asking about arrangements and stuff. I, 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 I don't know. It's, you know, been about an hour here. So, our, we're just trying to remember our friend and, and remember the good times today. And I'm sure we'll have some more information for you tomorrow. Joey is in Kentucky. Good afternoon, Joey. Hey guys, uh, just wanted to say uh, to Roger and his family, the the Big Blue Nation up here uh, will certainly be keeping you all and his family and our thoughts and prayers up here. It's uh, sad news. I've been listening to you guys again, started back listening to you guys about a year ago, and right away I remembered Roger from uh, a few years back when I used to listen to you guys on uh, 100.3. I'm like, hey, that's Roger. He's still calling in, and uh, it was uh, always, always good to hear from Roger. He's certainly, certainly going to be missed by many, many people. So, yeah, I mean, he was a legendary, and that can't be understated. He's a legendary figure in local Knoxville sports talk. I no mean, doubt. I'm talking every station, and he's just somehow just Roger has been on the air when like big stuff. Yeah. I was just sitting here thinking things, I probably shouldn't even of, bring it up right now, but the when infamous, he called the uh, the infamous uh, Doc Jeff and Heather, Heather. <laughs> Roger, poor Roger called in to tell Mickey I'd gotten all in one at putt putt, and then all that blew up on air. He's probably one of the oldest oh. callers, isn't he? Maybe. One of the probably one of the longest callers, I guess. I don't know how long the drive's been on the radio. I know when I listened to it in 2013, when I was in college, and you all were still on 100.3. He's the only uh, one I can remember is still calling in from back then. Okay, yeah. So uh, I, I was trying to, because I, I don't know if he was calling from day one of the show. We started in the fall of 2010, but uh, we, uh, you know, I, I think we. I moved remember him from, calling like you and Terry. I think we moved from WNOX in 2012. So yeah, I mean that's well over 10 years that he's been calling this show. I know he's been calling another others dude longer. I, another dude I remember it was real funny was CJ or JC yeah. or something like that. 
I don't hear him no more. I don't know. I don't know if he still called in. Well, there was two uh, of them. There was there was CJ who was a Vietnam veteran whose uh, voice had been ravaged by Agent Orange, and he, he sounded like this. Yeah, that that was him. And he that would give him. these yeah. epic. He looked, yeah. He would give these epic pep talks before the game, like before yeah. before Geraldo. There was CJ, and then yeah. JC was. A, a damn fool is what he was, but it was J.C. Lee. He, 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 he had some crazy – like, I can't even begin to do it. Like, he had he some – He sounded like the guy off the family guy, the old man off family guy. Yeah, before. yeah. <sighs> He's the one that said – and Russell flushed him once. He called in and said something like when they when they fired Dooley, he called in and said they should hire Jerry Sandusky, and Russ flushed him. I remember what laughing about that. <laughs> people been people have been known to push the – Push the limits of good taste a time or two. Yeah, unfortunately, but, uh, but uh, yeah, Raj was not one of those. Raj, Raj always well, played within, colored within the lines, played within the rules. Oh yeah, yeah, he's certainly going to be missed. And you know, a lot of people up this way, when you all one hundred point three went into Kentucky, you all uh, people would talk about Raj up here, and he was kind of a household caller amongst the Big Blue Nation too. And then when you all Went off the air off 100.3 and went to the other station. You know, uh, y'all lost a lot of listeners up here. But uh, I know. when I when I started back listening and heard Raj on there, I kind of got. Uh, you know, I, I was pretty happy to hear from him. I'm like, hey, that's Raj. I remember him when I used to listen to the mm-hmm. show before. But you know, he's certainly going to be missed by a lot of people. And uh, I'll let you guys Thank go. You. And uh, thanks for having me on my show or having me on yeah. your show today. Thank you, Joey. Appreciate it. it. It is our show. That'll do all. Somebody said that to me. The guy who won the the tickets, uh, I said, appreciate you, whatever. He said, that'll do all. So uh, apparently I've, I've entered that into the lexicon. Um, those were the good old days, man. 100.3 FM, 100,000 watts. It was unbelievable. The greatest two like years of my radio career. And the the thing that, like, looking back on it, this show started on uh, 100.3 FM. It's a 100,000-watt flamethrower, one of the most powerful radio stations in the world. And we would have uh, – we had a screen in the old studio where the callers would call in and you could see caller ID. So you could see we would get a lot of calls from 606 area code up in Kentucky. We'd just yeah. get all kinds of calls from, from up in there. 423 in in the Carolinas, 615s in Nashville, just calls from from everywhere. This huge audience, we were killing it in the ratings, just absolutely destroying. One of the most highly, most successful talk shows in the history of East Tennessee radio. And now I'm in here with you guys. No, it's it's still very it's still going very well. But when 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 uh, the the station owners decided to to sell that radio station. It was right at, like, 2012, it was right at the dawning of, you know, streaming had been around for a while, but it was not mainstream. Like, people listening to radio station apps on their phone was not widespread the way it is now. We, we missed it by that much. And I often think it's like, man, if we just held on to that station for another year or two, or, like, the, the apps had fired up, like, a year or two earlier, we would have been able to transition a lot of those listeners that we lost when that station went away and, and hold on to them. But uh, it was also at the beginning of the podcast era, I tell the story a lot, that I remember 
you know, when when the old station mandated that okay, here we're we're podcasting now. So there's a computer that records the entire station all day long. And part of your job is to now upload each hour of your show onto the server and you label it and it takes takes some time. This is kind of like you you do it now, Marcus. Like mm-hmm. how long does it take to you you got to it's it's not terribly time consuming or laborious, but it takes 5-10 minutes to post an hour successfully and yeah, make usually, it look decent. Usually get it done before the, the start of the next hour. But I mean it, it was a little bit more time consuming back then and like <laughs> we would always be like, what are we doing? Because you can see exactly how many people and now like we have well over a thousand people listen per hour on, on the podcast, which is still a small fraction of our overall audience. A lot of people listen live on the radio, on the app, on the stream, whatever. Yeah. But uh back then, I'm not kidding. When we first started podcasting, it was like twelve people listening. Like literally twelve people. <laughs> you well, can yeah. count them. Like, and it was that way for for about a year or so. To the and after a couple months, you're like, why are we doing this? Like, this is stupid. Like, why are we staying at the station for half an hour after the show at six o'clock? Like, you know, dinner's on and everything. I'm sitting here uploading this stupid podcast that nobody's listening to. Well, fast forward ten years. And a substantial amount of people yeah. are listening to it, and they want their podcast immediately. They do not want to wait for it. The podcast people, no, uh-uh. I've got a, a tenuous relationship with those people. Was it, was Raj a 1340 guy? Raj strikes me as a terrestrial radio. Oh yeah, guy. he was he was 1340. Uh, Raj, along with Philly and some other callers of ours, is big flip phone guy. Hey man, when when I'm when I'm coming into the station and I, I listen to satellite, I listen to podcasts, I listen to streaming, I listen to everything. Yeah. I still when it's it's a key part of my day when I'm pulling up to the station. I turn on 1340, see what those idiots in the midday are talking about. There's no telling with them. Nothing good. It's a good sounding good sounding stick. Yeah. And I listen to. Uh, yeah, Raj was was a, definitely a terrestrial guy. So. He called me a bunch that summer. Uh, I, I never really told anybody about this, but like, uh, I had uh, after surgery, I had insomnia real bad in the hospital that, and I was loaded so full of drugs. And uh, there were two people that I would talk to in the middle of the night when I was when I couldn't sleep. One was my mom, and believe it or not, the other one was Raj, because he'd always answer the phone even in the middle of the night. So it's like three in the morning. I'm loaded up on Dilaudid and can't sleep and hurt real bad and would just wanted somebody to talk to, so I called Raj. So. Let's get Tommy in here next. Good afternoon, Tommy. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, thoughts and prayers with all of y'all and all of uh, Roger's family, all of East Tennessee. Uh, yeah, man, I never – Never met old Rod, but kind of piggybacking off what Dr. Vall said earlier. Uh, started listening to the show back in 2017, and you know you listen to somebody every single day on a couple of different shows at the station. Uh, you kind of feel like you know them, even though you've never met them in person. I've never met either of y'all in person, and I kind of feel like I know y'all. I know we talk quite a bit and uh, listen to the shows every day. So 
you know, it's just a sad day for for all of Tennessee. And uh, like I said, thoughts and prayers for old Roger. And uh, I was I was kind of shocked to realize that he was forty years old. You know, like you said, uh, he uh, he come across to me like as a, about a middle aged, you know, twenty five, twenty six year old. You live clean uh, like so Rog did. You you look good. He always just looked and, young to me. And but. well, he just always had a lot of energy, and he's always positive. You know, you wouldn't have think that. You no, know, you don't see many forty year old man that's got that much positivity and that much energy. Uh, he was he was an angel. So yeah, I got mad at him one time. We were, I think it was at one of his birthday party bash blowouts, and he told me I was in the middle of saying something. He goes, "Hold on, I've I've got a somebody new had come in, and Roger wanted to go greet him personally." So he told me yeah. to hold on, then I, I got really mad. He gave you the hand. So <laughs> I'll be with you in yep. a minute, Bear. I've heard. And then we I've got into from, it over it, and I told him he was being rude to me. Big time in right. you. I've heard from y'all's show and Jake's show and everybody else just, you know, being at the, the live events with you at National RX when he stops by and eats some pizza and sees everybody that he was just uh, – he just lit up the room when he walked in, and it's going to be uh, – a gonna be very weird not hearing him call in anymore and uh i just want to call in like i said and said uh all thoughts and prayers to everybody at the station and all the callers and uh all of east tennessee here from west tennessee uh we're thinking of y'all and uh you know rest in peace roger thank you tommy sad stuff man that guy leaves a huge hole and i think all our lives and uh a lot of people hurting this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So. Take care of yourself, folks. Um, Roger was good dude, good friend. Really appreciate, uh, again, I, I said at the beginning, uh, the, the people that, I, you know, I look back on it, I wish I could have done more. Um but I know there there were a lot of people. Uh, partic- Joe and and uh, Brad stand out to me as as guys who would actually physically drive over, pick him up, bring him to radio shows so he could hang out, yeah, and, and see people, and yeah, and uh, and and congregate and and do all that stuff. So I really appreciate them. And he just, loved coming out to see anybody. You know, he went out to just about everybody. Any show that he called, whether it be us. You know, Tony and, and his crew, uh, I mean, I, I saw pictures online where, you know, he finally got to go meet, I'm pretty sure it was, you know, John and John and Jimmy. I mean, he tried to get out and, and see all his friends. So it was always just a pleasure to see him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I'm, I'm hearing from a lot of people in the, the local radio community who, who are uh, shocked and, and saddened by the news today. So, um I hope that everybody will uh, give give him the proper send off. We, I mean, there's there's not much more we can we can say uh-huh. about Roger Davis. He was this this would be his time, man. This, one of a kind. The shepherd. <laughs> there was nobody woolier than Roger. The most woolly Tennessee <laughs> fan ever. <laughs> Three and six with Texas A&M coming in to tear down Jeremy Pruitt's kingdom. What do we got to do to get a win, Russ? What do we got to do? I don't know, Russ. Hope for a meteor to hit the 
Texas A&M bus on his way to the stadium. <laughs> he tells us that wasn't yeah. nice. That's, that's not, not nice, nice, Bear. That's not no, nice. That's not nice. It's the truth, though, Rog. What are you telling me that one's a cussing's a sin, Bear? I said, so is gluttony, Roger, but you're still going to hark down that one-pound cheeseburger. <laughs> I love that guy. He come after me, man. I'm, I'm going to miss the, the occasional dagger he'd throw my way. And it'd take me. Roger's, I don't know, it doesn't happen often, but, you know. You sit there and think about it, it's like, yeah, he really just he just really got me good. There's nothing I can do about it. I just got schooled. Well, folks, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Joe. The keys. The keys. What are the keys tonight? <laughs> thank you. Uh, Roger, we love you, buddy. Thank you so much for for being a part of our lives. Overtime is up next here on Fan Run Radio. We'll be with you after the Tennessee game tonight on Twitter Spaces. For Bear and Marcus, I'm Russell Smith. Have a good evening.